You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about what you do when you're dealing with something unexpected, like your pipes bursting in the middle of winter. It's not a fun experience, and it's why the podcast has been delayed a couple of weeks, because I missed my deadline for editing and getting it uploaded because (laughs) of this issue. But it's a good learning experience. So, I'm going to teach you about that in today's episode, and I'd hope that you will get some benefit from it so that if this ever happens to you, you will know what to do immediately. Thanks. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today, I'm going to talk about what to do in case of a plumbing disaster, otherwise known as flooding or a water intrusion. I had two of my own this week, which is why there was a week delay between my last show and this one. So sorry I had to skip a week. I was dealing with this, but I decided to make it into a teachable moment and give you some information that you're probably really going to want to have. So what do you do in a situation like this? And how do you prevent it from happening again in the future? So first... I'm working in my house, I'm minding my own business, and I hear the sound of rushing water of pipes in my wall. And I'm not realizing, I'm going, well, this is weird because this isn't like a normal sound. So I go around and I check all of my sinks and my washing machine and my bathtubs and everything, and nothing is running water. I'm like, that's weird. And like five or 10 minutes later, I get a knock on my front door and a neighbor says, there's water running out of your garage. And I run out to my garage and, oh my God, there's water coming down the wall. It's going through my stuff that's stacked up on the shelf against the wall. It's going through my garage and I'm like, oh my God, and it's cold outside. I was supposed to see a girlfriend. Her name's Kathy. She's awesome. I told her, you know, I got to deal with this. You know, don't come. I got to deal with this. Well, she was kind enough to show up anyway and she was a lifesaver. And I'll tell you what, she got me through a very stressful situation So once I see the water running out of my garage, I call my plumber, my plumber, James, he's amazing. He's from Smart Plumbing Solutions and he goes, let's get on FaceTime. I thought that wasn't a very ingenious use of technology. He's like, let's get on FaceTime. I'm like, okay, I'm getting on FaceTime. He's like, you need to find the water main. I'm like, I don't know where it is. He's like, do you have a valve in the house? I go, I don't know. I don't think so. He's like, you need to go out there. Well, Kathy shows up. And she's ingenious, smart, and you could tell she'd been through something like this before because she knew stuff. She's amazing. She grabs some some shears, puts the tip of them into the little hole in the cover, and pries the cover open. And unbeknownst to me, six houses in my neighborhood had pipes burst at the same time, the same day. Hey, everybody. If you're loving this show and you want to make a difference... Please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated.
So there were neighbors driving around looking for water leaks. And they, thank God, they had a tool. It's a water valve opening tool. I didn't even know this thing existed. She's like, we need to get that open because we looked in there. James is like, you got to open, you got to close that valve. I'm like, I don't know how to close that valve. And then moments later, this neighbor shows up. He has the tool. Amazing. He shuts down the water. Thank God. Thank you, the neighbors. Then I have all this other stuff I got to deal with. I got water. I got stuff. It's getting wet. I got to get something to, you know, fix it. James says, I'll be there as soon as I can. He was an hour away and it was rush hour, right? I thinking, oh, he's not going to get here until 11 o'clock at night. So Kathy has a presence of mind. She goes, we got to sweep this water out of here because it was like 30 degrees. She's like, this is going to freeze if you don't get it out of here. So we swept the water out and then she was amazing. She helped me move, I'm going to say 20 boxes from um, away from the wall, the shelf. And my son helped me too. And we moved stuff away from the wall. So there was space for the plumber to come and, you know, clear everything out. And then I couldn't believe it. My plumber showed up an hour later. Unbelievable. He got in there. He opened up the drywall. He found exactly what the problem was. The pipe was broken in two places. And he said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to replace that PVC pipe with copper and then we're going to insulate it, okay? And he said, I want to make sure this doesn't happen to you again. Now, I'm going to tell you something. There's more to this story, but I'm going to tell you something. When you're dealing with this kind of stuff, you really want quality over quantity because you get what you pay for. And I'll tell you what happened after that. So he fixes the pipe and he said, okay, I'm going to get you a drywall guy and we're going to drywall up your, your wall and it's going to be done and you're going to be good. I'm thinking, great. All right. This is awesome, right? Well, we, we, um, he also turned the water back on. He checked for leaks. He tested everything. Everything was fine. He even went in the crawl space underneath my floor. Nothing was wrong. Everything was good, right? I think everything's fine. About an hour later, there's another leak further up the same pipe in my garage. And now we're talking, instead of 20 boxes, it's like 40 boxes and tons of stuff. Stuff that's like art and stuff that's going to get destroyed if we don't move it quickly. Well, now it's just me. Everyone else has gone home and I'm by myself. And I'm like, crap, what do I do? And I have all the stuff that I got to get moved out. It was so stressful. My son jumped in. He helped me move things over, but I was sore and hurting. I'm telling you, it was so sore because I was having to move stuff that I wasn't expecting to have to move. So then, um, unfortunately <laughs> my landlord decided that he wanted to choose a different plumber thinking that he was going to get a better deal with somebody else. And he was wrong because that plumber ended up charging basically the same amount of money, except instead of replacing the broken pipe with a better quality pipe that was, and then, and insulating that pipe, he replaced it with the exact same material. Well, the thing is, so the pricing was about the same, but the job quality was lower. So you need to know that vetting your plumber ahead of time is super important. So it was, uh, it wasn't, I wasn't happy. Like the guy did replace it. He did do it. He didn't 
do it like that same night. He, I had to wait. Now here's the problem. When you're dealing with cold weather, everyone's pipes are going to break at the same time. And in this local area, a university pipe broke in a dorm and there was sewage everywhere. And there was water flooding, a baggage claim at the airport. And all these people's houses had their pipes break. So guess what? Plumbers are going to get super busy. That's why you want to vet somebody ahead of time. So you have somebody to call as soon as possible. I got lucky because James, he made me a priority and he came right away. This other plumber, I had to wait until like the afternoon of the next day, meaning that I had no water in my house at all that whole night and most of the next day. I didn't have any water because I had to leave the water off because if I turned it back on, my garage would have been flooded. So the other guy shows up, he does fix it. He's using not an upgrade, but the same quality. And see what happened was the houses that were built, the pipes on the outside walls were not insulated. So that's why all these houses had their pipes break. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's crazy. And so anyway, that plumber came and went, he fixed it, um, but the pipes didn't get an upgrade. So, so now I'm, you know, whatever, you know, my landlord was not happy about this repair, but I'm afraid that that second repair may end up needing another repair because it wasn't upgraded. So what I want to do is I want to give you some suggestions about things you can do to lower your stress levels while you're going through this experience. Um, be ready and hopefully not to have it happen again. And I want to give you some information that you may not know because I had to do a whole bunch of research for this particular episode. I had to talk with different professionals and I had to get a bunch of information. So let me give you some info. Here we go. So one other thing I have to mention, because I was an individual and then my son had to go to school, I had a whole bunch of stuff I had to move and I didn't have any way to move it. And I realized, oh my God, I have to get rid of stuff. So I actually had somebody come and help me with that. And I'll tell you about that in a little bit. Okay. So what do you do before you ever have a plumbing disaster? Get and vet, baby. Get and vet. Okay. So you're going to get the contact information for the various professionals that I'm going to list in a little bit. Then you're going to vet them. So you're going to talk to them. You're going to have a conversation with them if you can, if they have the time. If they don't, look at reviews on social media. Look at their website. You know, maybe watch any videos that might have on YouTube, whatever. Just get on there and find people that other people recommend. It could be your friends. It could be your colleagues. It could be someone that you don't know, but they're giving a review on a social media site. So you're going to want to have at least one or two plumbers. Because if one's busy, maybe, because when everyone's calling because their pipes are burst, there's a line. You don't want to wait a week with no water, right? You don't want to have to week with no water. So you're going to want to get at least one or two plumbers. You're going to want to get a drywall guy to fix the drywall. You're going to want to get a mold person. If you open that drywall up and you find out that you have mold, you're going to want to get a junk lugger to carry away extra stuff if you um, have stuff that's damaged. And then you're going to want to get a handyman. So I'm going to talk about this in more detail. But the other thing is you need to save money. Plumbing jobs can be expensive. They can be between 1000 and 50000 or more. 
depending on what is damaged. And here's something I found out, which I cannot believe, but I talked to some insurance professionals this week. You now are possibly in a position where your insurance company, if you call in a homeowner's claim for this, they may did a lot, they may drop you as a client. There are stories about people who have been customers for like 15 years, no claims, great credit. Like there's nothing wrong with them as a customer. They called in a plumbing claim or some other claim, you know, that was like two or three thousand dollars, maybe five, and the insurance company dropped them like a rock. So here's the thing. You may end up deciding that if you don't want to lose your homeowner's insurance, especially if you live in places like California or Florida, where a lot of insurers are not insuring at all, or they're just looking for an excuse to drop someone, you may want to have them enough money saved that you can pay for this out of pocket because insurers may not cover a claim like this. You know, I had somebody I was interviewing for this show say, oh, you should call your insurance person. I'm like, uh, maybe not. And so you need to save some money for emergencies like this. Okay. Um, because when it's cold and there's no water, that's bad. Like you, you, the house isn't livable. Like you have to have water, right? You gotta, you gotta have water. It's not going to be one of those things where like you can just say, oh, I'll get five bids and go for the cheapest person. And because that could take you a week because those plumbers are working 24-7 to repair their other customers' pipes and they don't have time to give you bids. So you want to have some money saved. You want to get in vet. You want to get your list of people. You want to make sure you have them so you have them handy so you can find their information so that when you're like me, I was totally freaking out and like, uh, 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 like you don't want to be that person when there's an emergency. You want to go, oh, I'm going to call my plumber and call them right away. Thank God I had the sense of like to call him and then he told me to shut off the main, which I didn't even know, right? And then my friend showed up and she helped me do it, but he told me to do that, right? So, Find one to two great plumbers. Now, just so you know, there are different levels of plumbers. There are tradesmen, there are journeymen, and there are master level plumbers. And they have different levels of training and experience. And you should know that. Like, it's, it's you know, some people, it's from the difference from two to three years to 20 years of experience. Like, there are different levels of training. And it's important to know that because you may get somebody who offers a really cheap price, but they're not actually well-trained and they're not actually experienced. So a uh, journeyman um, level is like two to four years. Um, a tradesman takes more than 10 years and a master's is much more than that. And so it's really important. Journeymen tend to work with hand tools and they tend to work with HVAC, just so you know. Tradesmen work with um, other types of tools and different they have a different level of education, okay? Tradesmen have high school diploma. Journeymen have, they have an associate degree. So just letting you know all that information as well, okay? All right, so there's that. Um, also, you should know that you want to definitely look at people's reviews. You want to see if other people are happy with them. You want to make sure that the price that they quote you is what they actually charge you. 
Sometimes people will add in additional costs and services and you need to pay attention to that. Make sure that you're not getting a bait and switched. Okay. I mentioned James. So if you're in the greater Seattle area, contact James at Smart Plumbing Solutions. And the number is in my show notes. Definitely tell him I sent you. And for everybody that I mentioned in the show, tell them I sent you because it will make a difference. All right. Now, let's talk about they open up the wall and there's mold in there. Now, there are slow leaks and they are quick leaks. So some of the other research I did, I called a guy named Peter and he he does mold restoration work. So he's very knowledgeable about mold and all of its manifestations. And he said that when you have a quick flood like this, like a sudden flood like this, the likelihood of mold is much lower than if you have a slow leak. Slow leak repair, that's done by big companies. Companies that come in and they dry everything out and then they clean it out and then they rebuild. And those are companies like Service Masters or ServPro or Paul Davis. Okay. Mold remediation is done by a small company. They take out the mold and they replace the insulation. And uh, my colleague Peter, he has a company that does that. And um, that's Mold Solutions Northwest. And again, his information is in the show notes. And Peter helps you not only remove mold and restore things back to the way they're supposed to be, but it can also help you with preventive strategies to prevent mold from reoccurring. And that's also important. Okay. So again, if you open up the walls and there's mold, then you need to call somebody to deal with that. Once the plumbing's repaired and the mold's removed, if you have it, then you got to close up the drywall. So you need a drywall guy because they need to seal up the walls and they need to drywall it, texturize it and paint it. And not all drywall guys will paint. So you also might want to get a paint guy. I mentioned Gerardo and I mentioned Nader because Gerardo is a good drywall guy. Nader is a great painting guy. And Nader and Deary's information, oh, both are information actually, it's in the show notes. The other thing you need, you need help from family and friends to move stuff. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to finish giving you my list and more tips. So we're going to take a break and we'll be back. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness, or massage, we have online and in-person courses for you. Find us on Facebook at Hubbard Education Group, that's Hubbard Education Group, or go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. And we're back. All right. So gave you a really detailed list of people to help you move your things and address this problem that you've got with the flooding. But I want to tell you that, you know, if you're not already doing it every once in a while, you should go through your possessions and get rid of stuff that you're not using or stuff that's not an heirloom. 
So one of the things I did is because sadly I didn't have like a significant other or like someone I could call and say, come over here and help me move 50 boxes, right? (laughs) It's kind of a big ask at 10 o'clock at night, right? So I called a company called Junk Luggers and this is a national chain. I called my local junk lugger. Her name is Maria Costello. Her information's in the show notes. She's awesome. And I left a message at 10 o'clock at night because I was stressed. I knew she wasn't going to get it. She contacted me at 7.30 the next morning. And I said, I have all this stuff. I can't physically move it. I need help. And I need to get rid of stuff. Can you help me? She had guys over there in two hours. Now, that was not a lot of time for me to find things in my garage that I needed to get rid of. But I did it. I got rid of a whole bunch of stuff. And that was less stuff for me to move. So I'm going to give you that as a suggestion too, because when you have flooding, it's likely that you're going to get stuff that's going to get ruined. It's going to get waterlogged. If you have cardboard, that's going to get ruined. You could have furniture that could get ruined. Basically, you could lose everything and you need a company to haul your stuff away. So I'm giving you junk luggers as a resource because they're amazing. They came in and out. They were in and out in 20 minutes. They were nice and they got it done and was like, shoo, because then the stuff was out of the way. And then the, the, for the second repair, the plumber could get in and fix my wall and my pipes and all that. Take the stuff out of the wall, take the pipes out, put the new pipes in and just fix everything so that um, I could get that second repair handled, right? So, oh my gosh. Let's go through the steps super quickly. One more time because you need that. Okay, so first, you got to shut off the water, okay? I want to remind you about shut off valves for a second. They may not be where you think they are. Now, some houses have, they have water pipes in the garage, so they'll have water valves in the garage and they'll have a water valve in the house. All the other houses in this whole neighborhood had that. And guess what? Because my house was the model, it didn't have that shutoff valve for the garage. So I had to shut off water for the entire house while my plumbing was getting repaired. So you may have valves. Uh, I also later on found out there was a valve inside the house that I didn't know about so that I didn't need that T-shaped valve opener and closer. But if you don't have a valve inside your house, you're going to need that to get your valve open and closed. So you want to find the valves in your house. You want to find out where they are and what they shut on and off. And if you have to do it from outside of your house, you needed to get a tool to be able to shut that thing on and off. You probably, you know, I know that there are ones that exist for gas too, but I don't know if they let people do that on their own or if they have to call the gas company. But for water, you can do it on your own, at least around here. So There's also a thing that might be called a hose bib. It's like this little thing that's over the top of a faucet and supposedly that's a shut off too. So make sure you know how to shut off your water and get the tools you need to shut it off. Then call your plumber, right? That's the second thing, right? And the thing is, if you vet them ahead of time, you have an idea of how much they charge. You have an idea of how they work. Are they proactive? Are they gonna try to give you the cheapest price possible Or are they going to charge you a little bit more to make sure that your problem never happens again? And then you want to think about this. What what do you prefer? If you buy cheap, you get cheap. I hate to say it, but it's true. 
So if you want to do a less expensive repair, that's fine. But just know that you may have to pay more for that repair in the future. Also, if you're a renter and not an owner, you should know that not all landlords have that mindset about taking care of their property. Some people think that by choosing a less expensive plumber, they're solving their problem. But weirdly, if you add up the cost of that less expensive plumber, because one person may charge eight fifty a foot, but if they end up doing three and a half feet, they're charging the same amount as the other plumber. So you might want to think about that. You might want to think about they may charge the same price, but charge you for a lower quality of work. So vet people ahead of time. Okay, so have the tools, know where your valves are, shut off the water, call your plumber, and then quickly move your possessions out of the way. And if it's cold, get mop up or sweep the water out of your garage. Get it out. Get the water out. So it doesn't freeze if it's cold, right? Or it doesn't ruin more stuff. And then call a junk lugger to remove stuff that's ruined or stuff that you don't need because you don't need to mess with that. Like it doesn't help you. If your stuff's ruined, you can't keep it. You can't hold on to it. You got to let it go. Because if you get a reputable junk lugger, they'll try to recycle stuff or they'll try to find a way to, you know, it depends. Like if it's super damaged, they're not going to be able to, to give it to someone else. But if it's not damaged... They could. Make sure you check for mold and then have your painter paint your wall after your drywaller has fixed the wall for you. And then you can get back to your life. Shoo! All right. So (laughs) I know that's a lot, right? But I would recommend that you share this show with your friends who may not know about these kind of things because I sure didn't know. And um, it'd be better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And as we know, information is power. So I hope you found this episode helpful. If you need resources, I did put contact information for those people in my show notes for the Seattle area. Otherwise, you could still look at the show notes, look at the names of these different professionals and look them up for your area so you can get and vet, baby. Um, you could also go online. You can go onto Yelp. You could go to Angie's List. You could go to Nextdoor. You could go on Facebook. You could start asking in local Facebook groups. These are all ways to start getting your list of professionals that can help you if there's an emergency. All right. So I want to thank you for joining me today. And I hope it was useful. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. And have a great day. Are you experiencing overwhelm, frustration, stress, or anxiety? Do you need help with insomnia? Well, contact Ariel Hubbard at Hubbard Health Solutions. Ariel offers 25 modalities to help you move forward. You can deal with the pandemic and still experience balance and calm. Contact Ariel at arielhubbard.com. That's arielhubbard.com.